Alton Brown, by the way, that that's the guy's name. Last episode, we we're talking about a guy who hosted a cooking show on a U.S. television, and the cooking show is called Good Eats, and the host of it is Alton Brown, and um, I think he's pretty fun to listen to. He has his own quirky personality, and it's really fun to just look at him. It's very informative too. So if you want to look up some quick recipes or techniques, I think Alton Brown is a good source. And he's starting a new show, I thought, in October. So um, I'm keeping my eye out for that. So this is like like a test on school, right? So because right now you're starting a conversation or a topic that's related to last week. Yeah. So you you guys, you, you have to listen to last podcast or just, you know, Skip to the end, I guess. If you're <laughs> just, curious what we're talking about, you can find it in the last podcast. Yeah, in the last podcast we were trying to, oh well, you were trying to find the name of this guy. Yeah. I still don't know who he is, but sure, it's about food, so I like food. Food is good. Food yeah, is fo- food is good. Yeah, I think food is food for the body. And and this podcast is food for the soul. Oh, yes. welcome to Ericode Coffee, guys. Hi. And girls. And whatever. Cats. Other girls. Hi, girls. I, I, I think we're the only ones listening, so. Mm. I think I've heard some people listen to it. Oh. Yeah, but they're mostly really close friends, but, you know. I, I've seen the statistics. Yeah. That there are people listening. They're listening. Maybe it's just the FBI or what's called the NRA or something. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, we did talk about some weird <laughs> things. Uh, <laughs> that was like three episodes ago. Yeah. We we no, that wasn't real. I hope you guys know that. But <laughs> oh, oh yeah, the, yeah. The the outro, right? <laughs> yeah, the ending was a bit disturbing. Yeah, a bit a bit rough. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I, I really like that show. Alton Alton Brown shows are usually very fast-paced and uh but is it like a youtube show or no it's it's it was a, a like a tv show us tv show like on a food network or something okay so how how do us not american people watch that well, shit i think it's actually copyrighted still so you'll have to find it uh illegally oh what uh yeah i'm sorry don't do that no but m- maybe you can that's the thing he's starting his new show in october maybe the channels he's gonna put them on um, is going to be available for us European people. So oh. That would be fun. Like, normally cooking shows are very slow, in my opinion. They, they like, go through a lot of steps. Mm-hmm. Unless you're, like, watching Munchies or <laughs> something on YouTube. But TV channel, t- TV channel, TV shows of food, you know, they're usually very coordinated and slow. And, hi, guys, I'm a, I'm a, I don't know, <laughs> I'm a chef of this in that kitchen. Yeah. Well, well, that guy, Alton Brown, is just a self-proclaimed person who's studied something else, but he loves food and okay. he knows how to act on TV. So he's also not too, um, I don't know, flamboyant or something. He's not flamboyant, but he does have that personality where you think that guy might be a douche, but th- that's <laughs> a good thing about him. He, it looks like he's a douche, but he's not. Um, he might be a douche. Oh, <laughs> no, okay. I think he's a good person. I've seen some like uh, off camera footage of him yeah that's not possible because that's still honest on camera, <laughs> but <laughs> there's, there's still a camera right so it means there's, there's always i mean off of uh off script offset oh, offset okay yes 
offset uh, footage and he, he does some, um, what do you call it, like, uh, like video, uh, what's it called, video log vlogs. Oh, wow. <laughs> video logging. He's Dude, how old yeah. are you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I couldn't can't come up with the vlog word. It vlog. just sounds weird. So I yeah. just, he's logging. Okay, so he, he do, he's done some vlogs, like uh, him traveling through the U.S. and finding out which a hot dog is the best hot dog in oh, that state. Yeah. And then going through a lot of states and then finding out which one is good. But uh. um, he's a very, um, he's he has his own opinions. Mm-hmm. They're very strong opinions and... He won't. He won't let go of them if he doesn't agree with you. You know, he'll just say, "No, I think this is better." I think that's the type of person he is. But which is okay. We we sometimes need a person who is strongly opinionate, opinionated to guide some lower. <laughs> as long as he's still open for yeah. discussion, and I mean, if, if yeah. you're still open-minded about, you know others opinions uh, uh, that's the thing i don't know if he is okay yeah, well. he, he doesn't have that air of openness around him so, so then he's just annoying he, he yeah i think a lot of people find him annoying and it's something i notice in a lot of youtube videos too mm. like uh linus tech tips yeah that guy is pretty annoying mm. don't you think no i personally think he's a i don't know an annoying douche, douchebag why it's i don't want to oh, i'm curious so why okay, so to is, me, i mean his voice is, is that it well that's a big part yeah because that, that's not a, a, a valid reason to yes it call is. someone annoying why not if you if you have such a high voice and you talk all this, yeah, like this th- all th- that's not that's not a personal decision or, or choice that's just his voice i, I don't agree with that i think <laughs> okay you can you can take uh especially as a host of a show you can take lessons to be less annoying. Uh, it's it's like he does it on purpose, though. It, it's his uh, personality, which I think is okay. He's going with it. He does it like he goes over the top with his voice. He goes like into Mickey Mouse territory, <laughs> and I think that's okay uh, because he embraces that he's annoying. And in some videos, he actually, you know, he he tells the camera that he knows that he's annoying. Which I think is the reason why I still like him. Okay, and I think he's aware of yeah. his own annoyance. Yeah, I think as long as you know that and you you, you don't uh, just go with it because you think I'm I'm gonna own this because this is me. But he knows that it's a selling point of the way he can, you know. I, I don't know. I, I think it's just it's a lot of things. The voice is definitely one of the things. But now Alto Brown doesn't have an annoying voice. He has a good voice for. <laughs> he has an annoying personality, yeah. but uh, his voice is fine. <laughs> apparently, I mean, it's it's a few things. I think uh, if you want to be annoying, you have to be really fast uh-huh. with everything. Like uh, if I'm talking to you, I would stop you in the middle of your sentence and start my own conversation. That's mm-hmm. one part of annoying. Okay. Be always loud, like screaming almost. That's what Linus Tech Tips does, in my opinion. He's super loud always. But uh, th- that's me. <laughs> um, another thing is uh, the way you look. So Linus Tech Tips, Linus from Linus Tech Tips, he always looks a bit um, like he has trouble, <laughs> trouble looking friendly. What? 
Yeah, he always looks a bit like his eyebrows are curved up, pointed up. And he, he like he, he does this all the time. I, I can't show you guys. This is not a video. But trust me, I'm making the Linus face. And, and then he talks like this all the time. And then, hey, there we go. I mean, I kind of get it. I get why you find him annoying. You do? But kind of. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't agree. But I can imagine yeah. people finding him annoying. Okay. I, I have like... I'm trying to find how I would describe someone as annoying. Yeah, don't you have a person you find annoying? Yeah, but that's that's in real life conversations, not, not necessarily not in a, a video. Because okay, so, so people who interrupt you or people who what, are what, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> or, or I don't know, people who are I don't know. It's people who try to make a conversation about some nothing Th that annoys me but i get it why people do it because they want to feel like the the silence or the void in a conversation oh and yeah. i'm i'm confident enough to just you know mm -hmm. let a conversation go quiet for a while i sure. don't care to oh, be honest okay i like the quiet even because i i can think for for a few seconds you know just take your time okay. it's, not, it's not like a fucking race or well, something that's in real life right not, yeah not, not and that's why I, when i watch a video i'm not the I'm not that quickly annoyed. I mean, sure, if if a video is like 90% screaming for some fucking reason. Okay. But th that's the thing. Uh, I don't think Linus screams that much. I don't call it screaming. I do. But, <laughs> I mean, like uh, Jacksepticeye, for, for example. Oh, yeah. just call all the big that's, YouTube. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. Jeff that's just, yeah. And also PewDiePie, right? Yeah, sure. Like, there's, that's literally. I, I, I haven't watched yeah. any of that shit in like ages, but you know. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay, I, that that's a different level of annoying. <laughs> yeah. No, I I just mean like, not annoying as in I cannot watch what uh -huh. you're doing because that's that's PewDiePie and Jacksepticeye, Je Jack those type types of um, hosts or whatever you want to call them, they're really going to the upper limit of what you can do with your voices without oh, you know, range yeah, yeah. <laughs> without without like i don't know getting blood uh, but anyway so i think it, it's a personality trait where you have too high of an energy level yeah. and you're trying to take everyone with you on that high hmm. that, like i don't want to put these people in a box but uh, people who have adhd yeah they can be pretty annoying. And I think if you act that way, even if you don't you, have ADHD. Okay. <laughs> but. Yeah. I agree with, with, with the energy level. And, you know, sure. It, sure, it can be annoying. But what I think is you're watching a video. You mm -hmm. decided to watch a certain video with a certain person in it. Yeah. That has a certain personality. So if you're not in the mood yeah. or open for that energy level at that moment, just mm -hmm. watch something else. No, definitely. I'm, I agree. I'm not always in the mood to watch Linus Tech Tips. Yeah. And sometimes they're like, ah, sure, I'll, I'll watch it now. I mean, because... <laughs> when, when I go to yeah. bed, for example, yeah. I, I just you know I want to watch a quick video or whatever. No. I, I'm not going to watch Linus Tech yeah. Tips. Okay, thank God. But I don't mind him. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, find, I, find, I don't find him annoying. Okay. I think that's just, the thing. To me, he's always in that high energy level <laughs> state. Yeah. And that's what I find annoying. Like, just how can you... Hi, guys. I'm, you know, every every morning he probably wakes up with a f super high pitched voice and like 
uh, opens his box of cereal with like loaded <laughs> sugar and then <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> I, mean, uh, I, i cannot imagine him being that in real life if you would be his friend you'll uh, uh, probably have a lower energy level how much of his videos have you watched though because like uh, hours and hours there, there are videos where yeah. he's pretty i, I know and that's usually when there's extra long and not edited to like be really short yeah okay so if you're watching like what's it called tech wiki no it's not tech wiki <sighs> what is it called again yeah. it's like a new show thingy where it's like 10 minutes or something with really quick news tech okay. bits is that it tech? i, I, I don't know. remember i thought it was tech wiki but that might have no, been the older one yeah but uh that's just really short tech yeah. news and i mean there yeah sure he's fucking going insane yeah But that's that's the whole point of that video. Yeah, exactly. To be energetic. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let, let let's stop talking about <laughs> Linus. He's a good guy. I I like him personally. But his it, just all I'm saying is um, his on-screen performance uh-huh. is doesn't always have to be that high energy level for me. I, yeah. I think that if I if if he would calm it down a, just a notch, mm. then I I would watch him like even before bed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know? Sure. But th- that's what I meant with, I don't mind that a lot in videos, but mm-hmm. I do mind that in real life. Because yeah. in real life, you don't have the choice to... You don't. Well, You can choose your friends. <laughs> no, yeah, sure. But if it's... Sometimes you're forced yeah. in like a situation where... In a group or something. One of those... Yeah. I mean, you, you normally you can't just walk away or just, you know, quit. And just <laughs> yeah, you can't close the video and... Yeah. You can just <laughs> sure. close the video and open something more relaxing or I don't know. Yeah. Now that would be a world. Yeah. Wow. No, but Cl- closing stuff. Wasn't there um a Black Mirror episode where you could do that kind of What? You could block a person in real life. Oh yeah, and they would just be censored. Yeah. Visually and vocally, right? Yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting. But uh yeah, go watch that show oh, if you want. Dude, that would be amazing. <laughs> well, not if it happens to you. <sighs> yeah. I mean, if it's someone I care about. Yeah. Sure, but I, I mean, don't it mind. could happen. If I had that, I would literally block everyone except the people wow. around me. Well, if that's legal, I don't know if that's legal. Uh, dude, I would just, if you have like a, I don't know, a check box or something, I yeah. could just check everyone except and then just <laughs> enter a few people, well, persons, that, and then. That's part of the UX, and they probably don't <sighs> have a good UX. <laughs> you have to select. <laughs> It's it probably going to look like the UX for the alarm system in the u.s the how do you call it in hawaii you oh know, no you remember yeah i do <laughs> it's no. uh, the, the send a test uh, message and then you click accidentally on the missile alert <laughs> button <laughs> that's uh yeah now like i think it would be an, an, an inclusion list for um blocking a person uh-huh. so But you would have to include people instead of exclude So it's whitelisting instead of black. Well, it's blacklisting instead of whitelisting. Yeah, yeah, but you can just in your blacklist you can just do a, a star symbol. <laughs> If they take regex, <laughs> you yeah, can do just, a dot plus. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It works. Yeah, but And maybe uh, I don't know. Uh, filter all people with my same back first name, name or something. Oh. No, my same last, last name. name. What? Family name. <laughs> What is that? Just, just in case. That's is nice. It? Then I come just walk around, and if I see someone not blurred, now hey, it's another, <laughs> it's another how. Okay, yeah, I mean that's um, that that would be interesting. I don't think it's uh, <laughs> it's not gonna happen for 
a long time. Yeah. Technically, it's super hard, but that's not the only reason. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, besides the technical problems, you also have to deal with the privacy and yeah. all that bang. I mean, you could... Wait. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can probably block police or something, but they will kind of build something in where mm-hmm. you can't block them or something. Well, it makes sense. Uh, like, but, if, you, if it works on facial recognition... Yeah. And well, that's the thing, like, um, the, the iPhones have really good facial recognition. If you can build that into some, like, I don't know, a, a mandatory glasses or something. Yeah. Or maybe a, a little lens you put on your eye yeah and it would actually be connected or hooked up to a network and it would record every frame and then recognize the face that's just okay i mean glasses sure Mm -hmm. but a lens Uh, why not it's quantum mechanics quantum (laughs) technology (laughs) no but that might be too far but the, the iphone does have a really good uh, facial recognition software, right? With with a depth view or something. Yeah, and and the notch. Oh yeah, and the notch. And the notch, yeah. But the the recognition is uh, really good. I mean, how how does that work exactly? Do you know? Oh god. Okay, I'm gonna try my best not to yeah. fuck this up. But um, so they have like a, I think it's called a, like a, a dot projector or something. Okay. So it projects like infrared on your face, so it knows the depth of all your. You know, your eye sockets and your mouth and your nose and whatever. Does it do that with a single screen or does it do... Well, no, it has... The name there, says there it, right? There is a way to show it while it's running. Okay. It's pretty cool. But you see like all kind of dots on your mm-hmm. face. And it, it measures the distance between those dots, I think. Okay. And then it knows if it's right the, the right, you know, <laughs> dimensions of stuff. Right surface or something. Yeah. And then it also does something with the camera, I guess. It's okay. Just, also, the, the the coloring, or mm-hmm. I guess something that's like that. Interesting because it works at night. Yeah, so that's why there's the the projector. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. It, it is really cool. Um, I, I'm curious if it still works with. I mean, right now I have like a, a stubble, but if I get a beard, if it's it should should be working because it. I, I think I've, I've heard that it kind of adjusts with you. Okay, really? as long as you keep using it. So every time you unlock it, it learns. What happened mm-hmm. to your face? <laughs> what happened to your face? What? what? Oh, really? So it, it keeps like does it do a cumul- cumulative, cumulative uh, like it adapts towards yeah. uh, the changes, or it just adds to the amount of no? I think it adapts. So it it gets like a oh, what do you call it? Like a, a middle ground of all the variables. Yeah, a median or a or an average. Yeah, so it takes an average. I think. Okay. So if it. If it suddenly changes, it won't recognize you, of course. Uh-huh. I mean, if you had like surgery and yeah. you just try to That's unlock a your different phone, face. it won't work. Yeah. But um, if you use the phone while you're, I don't know, a child or something and you grow up, it should keep up with wow. your changes. That's, that's in your really face. fun. So that's really cool. But I mean, if you unlock that phone like multiple times a day and every time you do that, it's, it mm-hmm. scans your face. Yeah. It, it makes sense that it, if you're a child and you grow up, it still keeps your face because you unlock it every well, day. That's it's that. like a a, a a a small or small. It's a procedural, you know, <laughs> growth. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of interesting because the first time you set up face recognition on an iPhone, how does that work? Um, yeah, so y- y- the first time you 
so it uses your front-facing camera. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at your your own face, and you have yeah. to rotate it around. Okay, you have to rotate your face. Yeah, so you, you, you look, phone. try to look at your phone while rotating your face in a circle. Uh -huh. And I think it's just scanning the the, the depths on your, your face, the dents yeah. or whatever. It's the, making a 3D model kind of of your face yeah, yeah. because so of it's, the it's, dot protection, uh, projection. Yeah, so it also has like a bit of the sides mm -hmm. of your face. So if you and don't look straight into the camera, you, you will still be recognized. Yes, but that's pretty cool. You can... In the settings, you can adjust if you have to be looking at the phone or not. Mm -hmm. So if you want, you can prevent the phone from unlocking if you don't directly look at it with uh -huh. your eyes. Yeah. So in case you get, I don't know, marked or, marked or something, you can, and you don't look at your phone or you close your eyes, it won't unlock. Okay, that's interesting. I mean... I mean, it's pretty cool, but... I think it, it's more of a convenience thing about uh, people might want it to unlock while they don't have to necessarily look into the camera. Yeah, sure. I think it's... <laughs> I mean, that's when are you going to use your phone while not looking at it, I guess? I mean, if, if you just if you're take, driving, it, out of your, if you take it out of your pocket yeah. and then you're talking to someone, like right now we're talking to each other. Yeah. I don't. I can't look at my phone if, because I'm keeping eye contact with you. Yeah, but that's, that's the cool thing because I think it's it's so quick that you can just glance over it quickly yeah. and it sees that you're looking at it. Mm. So you don't have to like stare at it and wait for it to unlock. Okay. It's like just a quick oh, glance and it's done. Hmm. Interesting. So still people might want to change that setting though. I mean, it's there for a reason. Yeah. It's kind of interesting to look into it and see why it's actually designed that way. Yeah. And I'd also like to try out if you can some way show the projection on the, on the face. Yeah. The dot the, projection. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That would be fun because if you have all that information, you can actually create a somewhat 3D-ish model of your face. Yeah. And maybe you can extract that information. Well, on emojis. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But um, so all of that technology is stuck into the notch yeah. in the front of the iPhone. Yeah. And it makes sense that it needs that area to, you know, host or like keep all those Little lenses, little cameras, little projectors. Yeah, because I think, uh, oh, wait, there are like, what, five, Four, five six? Six different. I mean, there, there's, there's just one camera, mm -hmm. of course. Then you have like the speaker grill. Yeah. Uh, and I think there are like four or five different things in there. So you have like the projector yeah. and I think two or three other camera-ish mm -hmm. things. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. And well, you also have to light... Uh, Oh yeah, the flashlight. Yeah, no, the, the, the light sensor. The sensor, yeah. Yeah, you don't have a front-facing flashlight, do you? No. Okay. Makes I mean, how Apple does that is with a screen. Yeah, it's just brighten your screen. Yeah. That's, That's fine in yeah. most cases. Yeah, I think like it's a bit. Okay, so on one hand, it's really cool technology, and I think it can be beneficial as a step forward to safety and like unlocking devices and stuff like that. Yeah, but. So far, the implementation of it, how it works technologically, is perfectly fine. But the way they place it on the screen is kind of um, a shame to me. I, I'm one of those people who doesn't like the notch. Yeah, he, he's a, a notch hater. Yeah, I am. And I'm, I'm kind of proud of it. And, and if I want to be honest, I'm also a notch hater. But yeah, I've been using my iPhone now for 
well, geez, how long? Um, two weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm used to it. Yeah, you it's get fine. used to it. I, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I you mean, do. if you don't want it to be there in like YouTube, you can just reduce the size, and it's you know, it it fits. Yeah. Um, but I I do think that. Um, that's always been a thing with Apple though they are pretty limited in their customization because what I saw is that with the new uh, Google Pixel 3 yeah if you want you can remove the the, the notch or the the sorry the, the status the notch. bar yeah the notch from your phone yeah because you can actually create you, you can disable fake, yeah. the top part of your screen yeah but then also all apps mm-hmm. you use know that the notch is not available so it just yeah. scales down yeah exactly so i mean that's pretty cool why wouldn't okay i guess it's an extra variable in your oh operating system you have to you know like or with, with or without notch yeah you have to keep uh track of that uh boolean or like that true or false yeah and you have to have a value of where your screen starts if you have it turned off yeah i guess I mean, that's something new for for Apple that should be easy because they they have like a limited range of devices. Okay. So yeah, the notch true. is always a, a known size. Yeah. But with Android, I'm kind of amazed that they have the ability to do that because mm-hmm. the all those devices have different size of notch. Yeah. I mean, different heights, different widths. It's just all over the place. Yeah, I've heard that um, Android with Chrome, or at least I think also um, it's it's the WebKit engine. Yeah for the browsers, they're actually adding a few new properties to CSS where you can actually read out at what position you can safely place an element. It's kind of interesting. I, I don't know if it was 100% CSS or not. So you have like a, like, like a bleed. Yeah, or like safe area <laughs> yeah. where you can place items in. And, um, th- you know, because you, you're getting curved screens and you're getting notches and you're getting rounded uh, screens on the edges. That's also something you don't like. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of the rounding off of the edges. I, I like it. The lot. corners, I mean. I like it. Uh, I also mean, the edges. If you have like a, a, a rectangular phone, yeah, sure. Uh, I, I'd also like to have a rectangular screen then because it makes no sense to have a you know square phone <laughs> with, with a rounded but screen. You're saying rectangular like the, the corners should be straight. Uh, like a if, ninety degree. If angle. your phone is has straight corners, so no border radius Sharp or whatever, corners, yeah, yeah, your screen should be also, you know, without borders or border radius. Yeah, but if you have most phones have a rounded body, so why yeah. not make the screen adjust to that edge? Because, well, it, my, it looks prettier. It looks prettier, sure. But my argument is your content is not made for rounded borders yeah but it's like i mean the amount of information you're missing with that small little it's not small radius. it's literally like 40 or 50 pixels <laughs> on, a, on a screen with what resolution yeah but th- don't forget the, the corners are where uh, status bars are placed menu bars logos stuff like that yeah so you're miss. you might be cutting off like a, a like an I don't know an important part of a design. Well, that's why I why I don't agree with it. And 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 what the, what the iPhone has is the the bar at the bottom to interact with. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the the home button replacement. Yeah. 
So there's like a little bar. Yeah. That thing is already blocking the whole bottom part of the phone. So if you you are not meant or not supposed to put any interactive stuff in those lower areas of the phone because you you can't interact with, the, with that area. That's not true. In an app that doesn't have that bar. No, no. All, what? That bar is always there. Why? Because otherwise you can't go switch. Don't, doesn't the iPhone XR not have that bar and you have to use the sides of the screen or something? No. So there's always a little bar at the bottom Yeah. that you can navigate through. Yeah. Hmm. It's it just... It's it's the bar that also to unlock and all that stuff. Okay. But what about on a well? Yeah, the thing is, that's iPhone, right? Yeah. Android doesn't like if you're in a browser. You might like on my screen. I have physical buttons to go back. Yeah. Maybe on newer phones they they don't have those physical buttons anymore, and then it's rounded. Then it's kind of okay. Hey, there we go. But so far, I prefer physical buttons too. <laughs> On-screen buttons are nice to be adjustable, uh, but physical buttons are always there. So okay, if you if you wanna, I don't know. How do you unlock your phone if it's off? On an iPhone, uh, I can just tap the screen once and it goes on. Okay. Isn't that new? Uh, yeah. Okay. Because well, this thing has doesn't doesn't have a home button. Yeah, exactly. So it has to detect something. Otherwise, you have to press the, the side button, but that that doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's also kind of weird, though. The new iPhones, the side button normally is supposed to be for you know power off. Yeah. Or turn it on. Or turn it on still works, but you can power it off with a button. Okay, that's strange. You have to press. So I literally. I wanted to restart my phone a few days ago. Mm-hmm. I had to look it up how to restart my phone. <laughs> You're supposed to press the right button and the volume up button at the same time and That's, hold it for. Okay. That sounds like a little hack or something you have to do to go into the bootloader of an <laughs> Android phone. I was kind of amazed that it's not how... Because, well, I get it. Because mm-hmm. if you hold the button on the side now, it's, it activates Siri. What? Okay. I guess that's really important for the iPhone. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but uh, normally you just hold the home button, but it doesn't mm-hmm. have a home button. So how are you going to make that interaction? Yeah. it's. It, I mean, well, it makes sense. They keep, they keep changing it, and I think it's a good thing as long as you're, as you're making people aware of that change. And you know? I mean, they're also they pretty make slow with adjusting those new you know, designs. They are because they're, you know, they can have their own pacing as their own company with their own hardware yeah which is nice but i mean you you should have you you didn't know how to restart your phone you you had to look it up yeah which is to me is i I was i was amazed that i didn't i have to look it up to me that's a pretty big i don't know it just failure i I don't even want to say that it's it's just it, it doesn't make sense to me but it's fine i agree but you know um but so yeah the notch on the pixel 3 have you seen it It, it's disgusting so like even if you are okay with the notch you cannot be okay with that right no but that thing just doesn't make any sense 
it's I mean, so big. the iPhone has a notch because there's like a bunch of technology in there mm-hmm. that's supposed to be, you know, on the front of your phone. Yeah. But the Pixel 3, oh, it's just two cameras, right? Is I don't two? even know. I think it's two cameras and, and, and a speaker. Wait, it does it have a speaker? It must have an earpiece. No, but I mean, some new phones have the speaker on the top of the phone. So oh, it, really? it doesn't have to be in the screen. But um, okay. I, I think the the Pixel has like two two cameras and and the grill, the speaker grill. Mm-hmm. So it's just two regular cameras. That's it. So yeah, it's well, like, hey, you want to make a, a a wide selfie shot? Here you go. You got two <laughs> cameras now. But it's so big, the notch itself is taking up. And I, it, I know. It, it, it's it's the width, but it's also the height. Yeah, That's the height is the ridiculous. problem. The width is. I'm okay with the width. The height is literally like one twelfth of the screen. How are you how are you supposed to fill that space with with something in, interactable? The, normally, the, you have the status bar, right? You have so on the left. Yeah. You have the 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 clock, maybe, uh, or you yeah. might have the clock on the right. Uh-huh. You have the battery level. You have the uh, little notification icons for, you know, your instant messaging apps and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but. Now the bar is actually so high that you have to... Now your status bar is so high now, it just looks out of place if you want to put the status bar next to the notch. Yeah, it, it also looks like misaligned or just they didn't yeah. think it through or... Yeah. So you can block that area or like... Un- yeah, but that's kind of ridiculous, right? I mean, you buy mm-hmm. a device with a bigger screen and then you just block the whole top part of the phone because there's some shit in the middle of your screen yeah also you will get the rounded corners yeah on the bottom but not at the top if yeah, you, block you do it. you do yeah you do they actually made the oled look yeah wow. it's rounded i guess that's a good thing yeah so i mean if, if you hate the notch that's fine but i i think you should accept it eventually wait you're talking to me yeah <laughs> i don't accept, know accept the notch Oh, I, I'm pretty sure it's it's not it's not going away, and it, I'm not saying the notch. I mean, I, I get mm. it. it's it's way more prettier to just have a a little bit of a of a, a black mm-hmm. border at the top. I mean, it's fine yeah. if there's just a small edge. I, I think like uh, the Samsung, what is it, S9 or something? Yeah, th- th- that looks pretty. Yeah, it has a a forehead and a chin. They say, but. I get it though that you want like the the biggest screen and the, like no. close to the edge and all that stuff. To me, that just doesn't make sense. We don't have the technology to make it so so big and yeah. uh, take or, up. Or you get like the solutions that Oppo and what did what they want? <laughs> yeah, the camera that get like yeah, it slides out. It slides out of the top, right? Yeah. Mm. I still think it's an elegant solution as far as screen space yeah <laughs> but uh, it's not very practical i mean if there gets sand in there you're just yeah. fucked <laughs> or moisture or anything yeah but and yeah also those phones are not waterproof yeah and it makes sense i mean yeah if, if it rains and you want to take a photo oh god yeah, i don't i wouldn't use your phone at all actually nope just keep it in your pocket i guess but have you seen the one plus 60 like the, the one that's coming up there's no official photo of it but there's so many renders people think they already know how it will look like yeah and the notch uh, so to speak 
they only have like a front facing camera, a single one. And the notch is actually just a little, like a drop, almost like um, half dropping drop, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like still stuck to the top of the but surface. I, I, I hate that even more. Why, why do you hate that? Because, it, I mean, it's just one camera. Yeah. So, so okay. So you, do you, you want you, a full you notch? You still have like the problem that there's not enough space or there's no, you know, you have mm -hmm. to reserve the space around that small notch. Yeah. So okay. you're, you're blocking the whole top of your phone for just one camera. No, you're not. What do you mean you're blocking? I mean, for, for most apps. I, I don't know. <laughs> if you're, if you have a notch and you're, you want to play a game, doesn't it just render behind the notch? Uh, it depends on the game, I guess. Or you're watching a video, it renders behind the notch. Sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, so, so if, if you're watching you have a, like a full screen video, yeah, sure. Then then that small little yeah. drop is perfect. It, it's better than I a big it, notch. It, yeah. I mean, but it, it, for in apps, I think it's kind of a waste. Why? Because I'm I'm afraid that a lot of apps won't really fill that space mm -hmm. good enough. So you have like that small drop is blocking so much space around it so it's considered part of the like the, the notch area and it will be blocked for rendering anything maybe maybe I, I don't know how app developers are going to handle that small of a notch yeah well that's the thing is that's why also the notch itself if it's a standard thing i'm fine with it but there are so many implementations already yeah so as a developer but also as a like a media producer yeah you have to keep track of all of those different notches yeah you have to find solutions for every type of notch we, we need is. like a, a, a notch guide or something no, I, I, yeah yeah i think they're already doing that like they're doing documentation and uh, google document is documenting all the different types of notches and they're they're make, coming up with names to <laughs> specify specific areas where uh -huh. the notch is like taking up the screen estate wow okay and it's going to be standardized and stuff, but it's it's just a pain in the ass, you know. Yeah. The screen is rectangular usually, and you have two dimensions. You know. Now you're going to have to take keep track of not only that that part that's uh, rectangular, yeah, but also the little squares next to the notch. Yep. And I don't know. It just design wise. It's going to be a pain if you want to be really elegant with your uh, program or whatever. But that's also like the web. Yeah. It's just we we were all used to one or, you know, a few different screen sizes where you can just easily adjust. Yeah. And and to, to, to make the most elegant solution for those mm -hmm. screen sizes. But eventually just so many variables yeah. arrived that it's just impossible to have the perfect looking website or web app in all browsers. That's true. Like we had to adjust with um, different screen sizes. We, we had the breakpoints to be able to adjust it. And and even then with the breakpoints, you still have like those devices that are yeah. in between those breakpoints and some cases where you suddenly have like a weird, you know, element mm -hmm. shifting or, you know, stacking or whatever in a weird way because it's, Oh, that, that's not exactly at the right breakpoint, you know. Maybe I mean, it, I mean, if if you have good, if you write good CSS, you can probably, you know, work or find a solution mm -hmm. to prevent that. But still, 
Yeah. It, it's really painful to adjust. And I think we might be having a new, I don't know, a new generation where we have to adjust to the notch. Yeah. And uh, there's also a thing that Apple has been doing now since, yeah. I don't know, two or three years. Mm-hmm. I mean, they always had their own devices with a, a set size, a set screen size. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they didn't have like hundreds of devices with different pixel ratios and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so every if the new iPhone came out, all the developers had to add the new screen size manually and, and adjust, you know, the, yeah, the interface. I remember that. But now, because they have like so many devices and also iPad and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and and you can also uh, scale the apps differently now. Okay, so they have scaling in apps now too. Yeah, they That's have cool. scaling. So all developers had to add scaling to the interface. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. With the Mojave, they <laughs> also have like a dark mode, and yeah. they redid some of the UI parts. So it's even better, in my opinion. Yeah. So some some like rendering issues I've had with non Retina and Retina screens are gone now. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, they're doing a good job as far as different screen sizes and stuff. I just, I I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Well, uh, a bit off topic, but what I'm kind of mm-hmm. amazed about every time is that Apple is always really late with finally fixing stuff. So right now, I mean, we have like macOS Mojave. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, it's it, it looks pretty much the same as the older Mac OS, right? Sure. Like yeah. High Sierra and Sierra and whatever. Mm-hmm. And r- now they're finally fixing some issues that have been there for a, a long time. Yeah. And it, it's kind of Apple's way that they... Now they finally fixed that small stuff. They're going to introduce a new OS and then all the bugs are back or other yeah. bugs are back. And that's just... I, I've seen that happening like so many times right now with, with Apple. Yeah. The, the way they iterate on their operating system is not by constantly getting better at it yeah it's by create like adding a new feature a big feature and then seeing if it works or not yeah if it works and still buggy they'll try to fix it fix it fix it yeah and then for the next iteration like the next big big uh like point release they'll add a new feature that will undo all of those fixes (laughs) yeah because they have added a new feature that replaces the older one. Yeah. And I don't know. It, it might be a good idea to do that, though, as far as, like, developing a, a program. You don't want your code base from a few years ago to be still relevant yeah. later if you have new technology or yeah, a new way to do things. It's just... Uh, I mean, macOS, mm-hmm. it still has fucking stickies. Yeah. <laughs> That app, that thing hasn't been updated in like I, I don't know how long. I, I don't. And and there, I never use it by the way. But it's just there are multiple things in, on the Mac that haven't been updated or changed mm-hmm. in years. So they they're just so weirdly slow or specific with what they update. And yeah. instead of just removing something, they just keep it in. And uh, maybe they they hope that people forget about it after a while and just remove it silently. Yeah, I think that's what most companies do, right? They, If they know that, hey, uh, our consumers or our customers aren't using this specific product, yeah. Um, but maybe 
only like one or two percent of them are still using it. Yeah, we'll keep it in for them. But, but I have like I don't know if it's true, but I have like this feeling that you know Google, for example, mm-hmm. is way more you know strict in if they if something has been updated in a while and they're like, yeah, we should be done with it. We just quit. They just quit. They don't, you know, keep something going unnecessarily. And a lot of people get pissed off if they do that. But eventually they forget about it and it's fine. It's But it's like Apple is always so careful with what they're doing. I think it's a different kind of, uh, like not a different subject, but it's a different field because Google is making a lot of different things. Uh, It's making web apps and stuff that people will, well, they they might... like introduce it to their daily, their daily, um, how do you call it, uh, workflow. But it will still be something that's added, like in the recent years. For example, Google Docs. Yeah. If you're using Google Docs to write your own documents for work or whatever, mm-hmm. um, if they remove it, you have fallback options. Yeah. A lot of people will be super angry if you if they do like shut off Google Docs. Yeah. But there's like Office, there's Mac alternatives, there's Libre Lib- Libre Office, there's Open Office, there's a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, while Mac, even though they're alternatives, yeah, people that's... buy uh, the the Mac, like the, an Apple laptop. Yeah. They buy it for the whole experience. And, yeah, that's true. And the part of the biggest part actually for most people is the Mac operating system, the the Mac OS. Yeah. If they don't get Mac OS on this system, then they won't buy the system. <laughs> I mean, there's and, also, uh, I mean, for Windows there are like millions of of, of software or you know mm-hmm. apps. There's a lot of alternatives for software. Yeah, and, and on Mac it's it's. I mean, there's it, it's been a lot more recently. But it's still limited or less than Windows. So if, if Apple decides to remove a feature, there's more, you know, backlash. I yeah, think. Yeah, I think. That, yeah, that makes sense. They have to be careful because the people who are still using stickies, they will probably have to pay for an app to add stickies to their to their operating system. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So while Windows people, like people who use Windows. Windows people. <laughs> Windows people. <laughs> There's actually stickies in Windows too. Is there? Yeah, there is, but I never use it. Uh, the last time I used it, it was, I think, Vista. Oh, wow. Well, that, that's a good moment to be gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. You had like a sidebar, right? You could customize with widgets. So you had like a, a clock and... Oh. You remember? Man. That's. I, <laughs> I, I think I turned that off as... It's so... Yeah. Well, eventually I also did because that was causing a lot of problems yeah. and you can just disable it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think Apple has a different uh, responsibility as far as their apps yeah. and the way they handle when, what they update and when they update it. They have different responsibility. They have to be really careful because uh, a lot of people don't use only their operating system, you know, as part of their workflow. F- workflow. Mm-hmm. It is everything around their workflow workflow oh, i'm sorry <laughs> is based on their operating system yeah and if it lacks something or misses something or something is broken then it's a whole different kind of backlash you'll get i, I think that's one of the reasons maybe why 
I also yeah. have always had that feeling that if Apple does something wrong, mm-hmm. there's more, you know, people are more vocal about yeah. well, Apple screwing up stuff. To me, it makes a lot of sense. I've not been an Apple consumer. <laughs> I, I like apples, well, but... Yeah, but that's the thing. It's not... A lot of times, I don't think it's Apple consumers that are complaining. It's... Well, it, I, I want if, to get if there. If Apple does something wrong, it's it's Windows users who are complaining. I wanted to get there because it's... It's two ways. Um, first of all, maybe you don't agree with this, but people who use Apple, like people who, who have the Apple culture embraced, yeah, they are very um, like single-minded. They have a specific idea of what should be bought. Yeah, and if they have, they like they will probably not let their let their children choose which laptop they buy. They'll probably say, no, just buy Apple, you'll be happier. No, no, no. Well, I think that's what a lot of Windows people see in yeah. Apple users. Yeah, and I can, I, I get that. Yeah. And I actually do think there's some essence in there that's true. I see a lot of people who use Apple products are not people who yeah. want to spend time on f- you, fixing their computer. You know why it's more, you know, it's more pronounced? Or well, more, you know, it's more mm-hmm. visible. You have like that feeling. Well, it's because Apple products are limited in the the the, the product range. Mm-hmm. You can go to any you know electronic store, and there are like fifty different laptops from different brands. Mm-hmm. But there are only two or three MacBooks. Okay, so it's just. There's no choice, you yeah. know. There's not enough options for people to find alternatives. There's yeah. either Windows or uh, MacBook. And I don't think that. I mean, sure, of course, there are some Apple fanboys, and mm-hmm. they force Apple products on other people. Mm-hmm. But I mean, are, are there like fanboys of Windows? And yeah, there are. And, and and you know, they are forcing you to buy Acer products or something. I think there are. Like especially if you have gamer the the gamer culture yeah the Asus and uh, Alienware and Razer and those kind of uh, like brands yeah uh, people swear by it okay like they will not buy a specific screen unless it's I don't know an Asus screen maybe Acer has got I don't know maybe there's a <laughs> Acer fanboy <laughs> out there. Uh, the, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I don't like Acer, but yeah. that's my opinion. Yeah, it's a personal experience we've had. Probably, I've had a bad experience too. Yeah, me too. But um, I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to say, like, uh, Apple has a specific air around it. Yeah, sure. It, it, it's like we're, I mean, we're doing design really good. Yeah. And if we fuck up, then. Where where did we spend all the money on? Because there's there's the second uh, reason. Yeah, it's not only the culture is really like Windows people think Apple people are uptight. Yeah, and like single minded. The second thing is um, you you pay. <laughs> I'm not gonna go into the, the thing, but you pay on average like thirty to forty percent more on yeah. Apple products than Windows or alternatives. Yeah, there's reasons for that. I don't want to go into it, but people think. A lot of that reason, uh, reason why it's so expensive is for the R and D, like research and development costs. Uh, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I think it is. Yeah, it it makes sense to me. But 
So that's why if they make a wrong decision for a really like big part yeah. of their design, as far as hardware or software, Windows people will be like, ha, ah, look at them suckers. They, they've paid 40% more and they fucked up the design. Yeah. And that's why I think it, people are vocal because it is a higher standard. Like Apple considers themselves like, we do this for you. And we don't want to, it almost sounds like they're. <laughs> and, and it's also, we, we, we do it our way. Yeah. And if they're, and then you find out that their way is, is wrong or, you know, it's, it's bad. It's not consumer friendly. They, like maybe they, they thought, hey, that's a good idea, but they didn't test it enough or people just don't yeah. agree with it. Then, you know, you're paying already a lot more. And mm. if you, if there's something that I know is people who are not happy will be more vocal. Right? Yeah. But that's also like if I'm thinking about mm-hmm. how Apple handles their hardware and software, for example. Yeah. I mean, uh, it always sounds like there are more issues with Apple products than there are with Windows products, but it's not true. I've never heard that actually. <laughs> you, you don't? No. It's just I, a lot of people are pretty, you know, vocal as soon as something goes wrong with a product from Apple. Dude, I mean, uh, <laughs> when 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 the iPhone XS came out, yeah. Um, a lot of iPhone XS's, like a, a huge percentage, couldn't mm-hmm. charge without you turning the screen on. Okay. So you plug the phone in, mm-hmm. and it didn't charge unless you tap the screen. Yeah. So a few people, or a hundred people, I guess, a few hundred, yeah. woke up after you know putting it in the charger yeah. at night, and it wasn't charged. Mm-hmm. Dude, there were like fucking millions of complaints on you know. Well, at <laughs> least there were videos with millions of views. Okay. Like, like the unbox therapy and all that crap. No, I think you answered it, your own question though. Like why this happens for Apple products is it, because they have a very limited option for yeah, devices. Exactly. And also in this case, it was just a software problem. Okay. It yeah. was not, but it's just all fucking the whole universe was suddenly yeah. like, oh no, the iPhone XS is shit because it doesn't charge. Well, <laughs> yeah. It's not correlated. I mean, do but, you, have yeah. you, do you, there are so many phones right now. I mean, that just don't work or fucking explode or just, you know, <laughs> just. Samsung, we're looking at you. Yeah, we're looking at you. But it's just, there are so many issues with, with all hardware. It's just. And software. I mean, it's just easier to target Apple because it's just one singular, you know, yeah. thing that doesn't work or works. Well, that's, that's a, in my opinion, that's a valid reason, though. If you're controlling controlling all the endpoints of your production, yeah, and you cannot fix something that's so preliminary, that's so simple. Like if you can't charge your phone, you can't use it. Yeah. So you have to make sure but, charging your phone always works. But but still, if okay, let's just say, I mean, there are issues with MacBook Pros, for example. Yeah. But if you look at like those hundreds of other brands of laptops, mm-hmm. how many of those get R-made and returned? Just yeah. I mean. Those numbers are are probably insane. I, I mean, I'm sure of it because there's also a lot more and, options. <laughs> yes, yes, and, sure. And combinations. And, and yeah, and that's also yeah. well, of course. I mean, if if a MacBook Pro dies or something or yeah. it doesn't work, the whole thing has to be you know mm-hmm. replaced or it, it's almost impossible to just replace one or two parts in that whole thing. It just yeah, that's how it's built. With, with Windows, for example, you can just, you know, you can, if your you know, power supply dies, you just replace the power supply and it works. Sure, yeah. But then you have like a whole range of, you know, internal 
you know, technology that can, you know, break. <laughs> yeah, they're not 100% made for each other. Yeah, but they're but, not tested on each other. So, so of course, that that percentage of you know problems with those you know mm-hmm. devices is higher. That makes sense. Yeah, because this is you know there are more variables that can break. Yeah, the compatibility of hardware is not tested thoroughly with each brand but, and each combination. And, and also not only that the combination of those devices, mm-hmm. but also the fact that all those parts are made by different factories. Exactly. With different percentage of you know f- fill rates. Yeah. So it's just it's like it's like a gamble. <laughs> it is, and that's what you're also paying for for uh, Apple products. Yeah, and I don't know. It still makes sense to me that people who, you know, people who who are paying, paying, <laughs> extra, yeah, um, for Apple products. I don't necessarily think they should be louder, but I understand why. I mean. They they think, hey, I'm paying for something that should work and it's not working. Well, <laughs> you said it yourself. Yeah. If you're using a, a Windows machine, the, the even the person or like the, the company that created that specific combination of hardware mm. probably took a gamble. Yeah. <laughs> they took a gamble. Hey, it works at, for like 90% of the time. Or, hey, it should work. Yeah. Like th- there's, yeah, there's always technical... Um, like rules, how some systems have to work together. Like how was PSU works with a motherboard, how a motherboard works with a sound card or a And then also PCI. software that yeah. ca- in, in, has to adjust to the fact that you have like different yeah. devices and it's, they should communicate properly between each other. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that I am so like, that that's crazy. Think about it, like drivers of hardware. <laughs> yeah. On Windows machines, you have so many combinations, so yeah. many things that can go wrong. So many, I don't know, for like for Apple, I think it would be so much easier to write drivers because you don't have to think about all the combinations. Yeah. And if there's a single weird combination, you just don't support it. Yeah. Um, oh man, that's also, that's always so nice. So, sorry, I don't want to sound like an Apple fanboy, but yeah, I just love the fact that with Apple, it's like, I think 99% of the time you can just plug something in and it just, it works. You don't have to install drivers or software or whatever. That's in Windows nowadays too. Oh, finally. In Windows 10, uh, like... I, I remember the days where it was yeah. installing drive, drivers and it was wrong ones or something and yeah. you had to, you it, know, just fucking uninstall happens. them. and Especially with older, older hardware, like <laughs> yeah. the older mice or older keyboards, you might have a random keyboard that doesn't work <laughs> it's, yeah it's, but that's what I mean, I mean yeah. you don't have that stuff with Apple it doesn't it doesn't happen I've never had like a device yeah. not working because it was installing the wrong drivers I don't know what the fuck I, I've had devices not work at all because they're not Mac compatible yeah, yeah and that's the other side yeah and, and, and with Windows everything just works yeah I if mean, you can find the driver <laughs> yeah I mean maybe you have to look at a shady website from a few years back mm-hmm. and you find like an old driver that for some reason, works on Windows 10, but or download a DLL file from some random. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> from <laughs> one weird website called I don't know uh, downloaddls.com or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been there. I uh, I'm not proud of it, but we've all been there, editing our re- register. <laughs> yeah, our registry was a uh, uh, the first thing I do on Windows. Not anymore because I'm just too lazy. But there's like. Uh, 
this website called Black Viper or something, uh-huh. and you can find a list of things you can adjust in your Windows registry to uh, like remove unnecessary services that are on in the background by default. Okay, and that that like on a Mac, yeah. I wouldn't ever need to do that. I know yeah. that they have good uh, memory and CPU profiling, and also like uh, it's just well balanced. Yeah. While on Windows, if a service starts eating up my CPU out of nowhere, like I, I you better you're better off not having it on than risking yeah. having that high CPU like during a game or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's also one thing is on a Mac, I don't game. I don't. I don't do like crazy things. <laughs> yeah, that's Mac. true. I mean, the Mac is not made for gaming. Also, yeah. I mean, the Mac is made for games you also run on your iPhone. So just, you know, basic, simple, not that, you yeah. know, intense games. That's one thing I never understood is uh, the Mac operating system is so smooth. Yeah. And they have really good OpenGL acceleration and stuff like that. But the driver support for, like, um, high-end GPUs, as far as external or... Even I've heard on uh, like MacBook, no, um, what they're called again, a Mac Pros. Yeah, you know they even even they don't achieve that high performance as Windows does because of driver limitations. And Apple has never had a good reputation as working with. Uh, I mean, that's that's also probably yeah. just because those companies don't care or want that's to invest. That's not true. It's Apple. Is it? Yeah, it's usually it's Apple. They. Um, they just don't update their drivers. Hmm. And they're like a few generations behind. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah, it's sad because I think you can, like, theoretically, the system can achieve so much more. But, I mean, that's also kind of sad because um, a lot of video editors and, and graphic designers use Apple for, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's interesting. But yeah. on the other hand, those software are uh, better optimized. Yes. So that's like yeah. It's it's, it's like uh, the difference between Windows, just a PC, and a console. Mm-hmm. A console has lesser hardware, but yeah. the optimization is way better. So it it runs the same, or you know, comparable mm-hmm. to. <laughs> I'm not saying that <laughs> consoles no, are you know the same, but you know, but um, uh, Windows is just th- there are so many variables that it, it's harder to optimize. For, yep. you know, the combination. I think it's also the same with, you, you can say the same with Mac. Kind of. So Mac is just like the, the console of of the PCs. PCs. Yeah. It's kind of weird. No, I, I think Apple knows that because they they don't care about gaming anymore. <laughs> they really don't. Um, like n- Not on the Mac, no. Like last few generations, I remember, oh, Apple, you can game on them. They had even an ad on that. They, they were making advertisements about yeah. Apple being able to like produce or achieve high frame rates and stuff <laughs> for games. It's never true. Yeah. But um that's not the point. The point is Apple doesn't care because its consumer base, like its target audience doesn't game like PC gamers do. Yeah. Or console gamers. You yeah. Buy, yeah. I, th- I think the like the MacBook Pro, for example, mm-hmm. it's not meant to be an entertainment device. Well, it depends on what kind of entertainment you have, but sure. 
I mean, I mean videos and stuff. Why not? That's not just not their main. That's not their main goal, though. Okay. Yeah. Because that's also interesting. Because okay, so like for example, with Apple TV, mm-hmm. you can buy or rent movies, right? Okay. So. Oh yeah. Okay. They have specific hardware for that, and that can stream yeah. 4K and HDR and all that good stuff. Yep. On Mac OS, it's no. There's no 4K. There's no HDR. Wait, is it a Mac OS limitation? No, it's just they don't. They haven't done it yet. So they have Apple TV on Mac OS, but no, no. I mean, it, you can open iTunes on your Mac, yeah. and you can rent or watch a movie. Okay, but it's limited to 1080p. Okay, so the, while their library has 4K. Okay, and what I've understood is that well, I get it. They they don't download the 4K movie. Okay, but they stream it to your Apple TV, and it has something to do with licensing. Um. Okay. It's like copyright protection. Oh, really? So 1080p is fine too. <laughs> Apparently, that's just a. It's it's, it's it, all those you know. It's it's, it's a te- technological gateway to make people but buy an Apple TV almost. Uh, yeah, maybe. But again, that, what I wanted to say is that I have like a weird feeling that Apple don't really doesn't really care about mm-hmm. entertainment on their MacBooks. Maybe, yeah. I mean, if you look at, like, uh, at commercials or at mm-hmm. their keynotes, they are focusing on entertainment on your iPhone, on your iPad, yeah, on your true. Apple TV, and never is is like a someone watching a movie on a MacBook. No, <laughs> I've it's, never it's seen it's that gonna, before. Yeah, it's always editing video. Yeah, editing, it's always uh, work. Yeah, photos. <laughs> it's always work, but not the kind of work you do on a Windows, though. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah. On a Windows, you do, like, um, uh, simulations. yeah. And like crazy 3D stuff. Well, on on a Mac, you just write documents and you edit photos. Yeah. And I'm fine with that personally. Um, but it's just sad because the Mac OS, the whole operating system, could be so much more than it already is, and yeah. it was a lot more than it was than it is now, in my opinion. Yeah. Like it's been dumbed down even a, a notch lately. But yeah, with that note and that notch. <laughs> oh, jeez. We should probably wrap it up. Uh, maybe I should just end this with some coffee tips. Uh, uh, I guess a little coffee tip. Sure, I'm I'm listening. I mean, we're we're still called Aircode Coffee, and we haven't we've only talked once about coffee. So yeah, maybe should we do a whole episode about coffee? Oh, geez, that's too much information. M- wait Is for it? us. Wait, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, we can fill up a whole hour. I mean, we talked about nothing this whole episode. <laughs> well, we talked about a notch, right? Yep. Just the, the priorities and, you know. I mean, so why not? But anyway, what do you have? Okay. Uh, so I'm going to kind of, you know, kind of shorten or summarize how the, the brew process works. Okay. Brewing so, coffee. So let, let's just talk. start with espressos, right? Mm-hmm. So espresso is a pretty straightforward you know, concept. You put ground coffee into a basket. You yes. put it in a device and you run hot water through it. And okay. the hot water is forced down on the coffee. Pressurized? Pressurized, yeah. And it's pushed through the grounds and eventually it comes out at the bottom, right? Okay. So with uh, an espresso shot, what you kind of calculate is that the amount of coffee. So let's say you have like 14 grams of ground coffee in your basket. Mm-hmm. You want double that amount coming out of it. 
So 14 grams equals 28 grams of liquid. Yes. So that's what's called an espresso. Okay. And how long do you have to let it do that? Like, isn't there a specific timing thing or are we not yes, going into that? Yes, the timing is essential because the, 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 the time mm-hmm. um, changes the taste or the, the flavor of the coffee. Okay. So if you have like, uh, let's just say perfect timing, right? You put 14 grams of coffee in, 28 has to come out, mm-hmm. and you are aiming for 25 seconds or 30 seconds. Okay. That, that's one of the most basic and general, you know, rules of so coffee. So between 25 and 30, that's a good what time. What did I say? Between 25 and 30 seconds. Yes. That's a good timing for an espresso shot. Yes. I mean, 14 grams. It depends on so many variables. I mean, okay. you have like temperature and all that kind of stuff. So mm. it's, but that that's the, the most basic, sure. you know, <laughs> example of how that works. Um, now, if you have like a, a sour coffee. Mm-hmm. I've had that. It's under extracted. Okay. So that means that uh, there was not enough water running mm. through the coffee so the the flavor is sour because i'm not getting all the flavors out of the coffee grinds yes you haven't had all the the nice stuff from the beans yet mm-hmm. okay so and if you have a bitter taste yeah it's over extracted okay so there has been too much coffee and that happens a lot if you run too much water through it before for example okay so can it can it also happen if my grinds are too fine? If it's too fine, yeah, there it takes longer. Mm-hmm. So it is. Uh, oh Jesus, it depends. <laughs> if you have like this, the 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 nice amount of water, so like twenty eight grams, mm-hmm. it is over extracted because it's too too fine. It it took too long. The, okay. the the water has been too long in contact with the coffee. Yes. So, but, and if you, <laughs> this is difficult <laughs> to explain. <laughs> okay. So, and if it's too coarse, the water will run quicker downwards. Yeah. So you get under extraction because you haven't, it hasn't touched all the, the nice grounds and all the, the, the beans yet. Mm. Okay. So that's just, this is a small little So in other words, sip. it's just magic. It is magic. Okay. Well, let's, that's let's just, helpful. Let's just say that, you know. Yeah. Baristas and stuff, they, they, they are, it's, it's difficult. It's not that easy of a job. It, they make it look easy. They make it look easy. Yeah. And it looks cool with all the steam and, you know, whistling and whatever. They're the modern age wizards. Sure. The coffee wizards. Okay. <laughs> I'm a wizard. Uh, well, you make a good coffee, so. Thank you. Maybe, I'm, I'm serious. Maybe we should talk a whole hour about coffee one day. You know, be true try. to our name. We could try. Okay. But uh, for, for now, thank you for listening and um, hope to see you soon. Yes. Bye-bye. <laughs>